Welcome. You are on with Derek and Frida. We're speaking from part one, be planted. You must be planted to grow. So thank you for joining us. Let's go into the word. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you, God, for your grace. We thank you, God, for this day, for this is the day that you have made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. We thank you, Lord God, as you minister your word through Derek and I today, God, that we are yielded to your precious spirit and that the hearts of your people that are listening to this broadcast today, that they will be open to receive God and that it will fall on good ground, that it will bear fruit and that it will make an impact in their life. We thank you, Lord God, for your anointing, destroying the yoke. We thank you for restoration. We thank you for healing, and we thank you for deliverance. We give you the honor and the glory that is due your holy name. In Jesus' name, amen always. Seeds cannot grow. They cannot produce fruit or fulfill their purpose unless they are planted. The word plant is a verb. It means to place a seed or plant in the ground so that it can grow. The scripture tells us in Genesis 1, uh, then God said, let the land produce vegetation, seed bearing plants and trees on the land that bear fruit with seed in it, according to their various kinds. And so it was. The land produced vegetation, plants bearing seed according to their kinds, and trees bearing fruit with seed in it according to their kinds. And God said and God said that it was good. There is a purpose for natural seed bearing plants and trees. One of the purposes that God ordained for natural seed bearing plants and trees is to give nourishment to the body. For God said in Genesis 1:29, I give you every seed bearing plant on faith on the face of the earth and every tree that has fruit with seed in it. They will be yours for food. So there is a natural purpose for seed bearing plants and trees. So there is a spiritual purpose. There's different types of seed bearing fruit and trees. When Derek worked for uh, Parks and Rec Recreation, he would often come home with the smell of different trees on him, talking about the types of trees that he's worked with. And uh, there are three trees that I've worked with. One is an oak tree. An oak tree is a tree or shrub. There are, there are approximately 600 species of oak trees. And with this oak tree, the, the root system, it grows down. The gumbo limbo tree is a native of South Florida and with this beautiful tree the root system grows down as well the Australian pine is the is the tropical evergreen tree it grows up to about 150 feet the difference between the oak the gumbo limbo and the Australian pine is the Australian pine tree the root system grows out so uh, with Australian pine, it cannot withstand a hurricane. Um, to avoid being uprooted by storms, the tree must be firmly planted. It must be nourished into the ground. And see, God has planted spiritual seed-bearing plants and trees. 
And there's a spiritual and a natural law that applies to seed-bearing plants and trees. Just as there's a different a difference between the types of seeds in the natural realm, and each one must firmly be planted, nourished, and cultivated to grow, so it is in the spirit realm. It is important that we are planted and remain rooted in the ground. And that ground is our spiritual ground. That's the house of the Lord. To fulfill your spiritual purpose, you need to remain planted. God ordained it this way from the very beginning of creation. He said in this word in Psalm 92, those that be planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. And just as Derek mentioned that there are certain trees that can easily be uprooted, then there are other trees whose roots are that run down deep in the ground. They are not as easily uprooted by the hurricanes that come. So it is in the spirit realm. Unless you remain planted in the house of the Lord, you will just be like a bag of seeds. In our first home that we bought, um, we used to love to plant seeds in the front yard because we would, we would go and we would go to the nurseries and we would get different types of seeds. We would go and we would plant them water them and no more than a week or two we would see flowers all over the garden but those same seeds could not produce anything unless they were first planted it's the same in the spirit realm you must be planted in order to grow you must be planted if you are not planted in the house of the lord you will be just like a bag of seeds unfulfilled not meeting your God-ordained purpose and yielding no fruit. Unfulfilled, meaning the worst thing in the world is to see potential that is untapped or unfulfilled. When Derek and I served on the prison ministry, we went and, you know, we traveled and we went down to the prison and we ministered to some people that were on death row, some people that were facing life without parole. And one of the things that struck me was that we encountered people that had their life taken a different turn, had the storms of life not uprooted them. They could have been the biggest Beyonce. They could have been the next Barack Obama. They could have been the next scientist, the next world leader. But the storms of life uprooted them. The worst thing is to look at potential that has been untapped or unfulfilled. And when we are not planted in the house of God, if we don't remain planted in the house of God, that's exactly what will take place. The scripture tells us, blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked or stand in the way that sinners take or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord and who meditates on his law day and night. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever they do prospers. So you wanna know how can you prosper? The scripture tells us to meditate on the law day and night. It tells us to be planted 
That person is like a tree that is planted by streams of water and yields fruit in season. What good what good is a seed that bears no fruit? There is no value in a seed that bears no fruit. In Mark 11:12, Jesus cursed the fig tree because it was not bearing fruit. When he walked by the fig tree, he was hungry. He and his disciples were walking by a fig tree. And we know that he was hungry. He looked at the fig tree and it had no fruit on it. And so Jesus cursed it and said that no one, may no one ever eat fruit from you again. And when the disciples heard it, they're thinking, well, why is that? They go back the next day and guess what? It dried up because it was not bearing fruit after its own kind. What has God created you to do in the earth that you're not doing? Have the storms of life caused you to be uprooted? Have church hurts caused you to be uprooted? Have you walked out of the things that you know God put you in the earth to do because you're hurt? Because you've been offended? Because life hasn't gone your way? We've experienced that. We've experienced both the storms of life and church hurts. They happen to the best of us. But I can tell you, you can't allow storms and church hurts to uproot your purpose. We still have to give an account to God for what you do in the earth. Because what God has purposed for you to do, that's the seed on the inside of you. And when you allow the Holy Spirit to water it, it produces fruit. But if you allow the storms of life, relationship issues, loss of loved ones, finances, the cares of life, pride, greed, envy, when you allow these storms to uproot you, then you cannot bear fruit. Now, what do I mean by uproot you? What is it to uproot you? What does that mean? That means when you know that God has called you to a certain house, and I'm speaking specifically to a group of individuals who you know God has set and assigned you to be in a certain house so that you can grow spiritually, so that the gift on the inside of you can be birthed out. And your ministries can be launched so that you can go forth and do the things that God created you in the earth to do. But yet you allow church hurts to uproot you, to distract you, to pull you away from that which God has put you in the earth to do. What you're doing is not hurting the church. What you're doing is allowing the enemy to use those church hurts to uproot you. And what would be the purpose in the enemy doing that? Not just to bring confusion at that temporary moment, because even though the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy, he can only do that but for a certain amount of time. Because the Holy Spirit is not going to allow the enemy to completely have his way. The Holy Spirit is going to have his way. But for that brief t dispensation of time, when you're frustrated and confused and hurt and tricked, your eyes are not focused 
on God. Your eyes are not focused on what God is speaking to you. What God is speaking to you is ignore this and stay planted. Why? Because the only way that you can bear fruit is if you're planted. You cannot bear fruit if you're sitting on a counter. If you don't believe me, I challenge you. Go out, go to the nearest nursery in your city. Walk in and buy some seeds, any kind. Just buy some seeds. Take it home and leave it on your counter and see what happens in a week. You're still going to have a bag of seeds. They will bear no fruit. They must be planted in order to bear fruit. No seed can yield fruit unless it is first planted. So what are some of the storms of life that the enemy might use to uproot you? Storms of life that the enemy may use to uproot you. We're talking about being planted. You must be planted in order to grow. Spiritually planted in the house of the Lord in order to grow. One of the largest issues that the enemy may try to use to come against the body of Christ is is relationship problems, relationship issues, broken marriage, divorce, parent-child relationships. You know, the biggest trick of the enemy is to bring division amongst people. That's the biggest trick. And the reason why the enemy does that is because from the very beginning, everything goes back to creation from the beginning, from Genesis. God said to Adam, it's not good for man to be alone. That means that God wanted man to have relationship, not just with him, but with others like him. So relationships are the main thing that caused people in the body of Christ to be uprooted. Those relationships could be spousal relationships, parent-child relationships, even sibling relationships. That's where the enemy enters in. And don't let those relationships issues cause you to be uprooted. Because when relationships problem come in, That does what? It digs away at the core of who you are as a person. It digs away at who you are as a person. Many nights wondering why this situation just did not work. And I feel someone that is listening that you're wondering, well, why is it I've gone through relationship after relationship after relationship and each one just did not work? go the way that I expected it to go and it's hurt you to the core to the point where you have turned your way from the things that you know God put you in the earth to do because you've been broken because of relationships it's not even the relationship being broken you've been broken because of the failed relationships Another storm of life that the enemy likes to use, loss of a loved one, death of a loved one. Many times it's hard to wrap your mind around why God would allow one of your loved ones to leave. And so you're struggling with loss or grief of a loved one, loss of a child, loss of a uh, family member 
And because you cannot wrap your mind around it, you think, well, God, you know, how can I still serve you? How can I go out and minister and I can't get past what just took place? These are called the storms of life. They happen to everyone. Storms of life happen to everyone. It rains on the just and on the unjust. But we cannot allow the storms of life to uproot us. Financial problems. It's another area where the enemy might bring problems and confusion. And these are areas that the enemy uses to uproot the people of God. Financial problems. Loss of jobs. Loss of income. You take a two-parent household and you have two incomes. All of a sudden, one loses the income. So now you're living off of one household income. Another area where the enemy may try to come in and uproot you. Well, how can I go forward in the things of God? And we're struggling financially. The enemy takes, tries to take your mind off the fact that God shall supply all of your needs. And I really feel strongly to go back to the relationship problems because that's the area where the enemy seems to work the most is in relationships. And so for whoever it is that's out there, you're dealing with broken relationship, marriage after marriage after marriage, wondering, am I going to have to live life alone? Focus yourself on God. Put your eyes back on him. And he'll send that spouse to you, the one that God has um, predestined for you. Church hurts. We're talking about what are those storms of life and those things that uproot you from the things of God. Church hurts. When things don't go your way in the church, then all of a sudden it's time to leave. God put you in that church, but now you want to leave because sister or brother know it all who really don't know anything at all said something out of their flesh, and now God has called you to leave. That's not the Spirit of God that's causing you to leave. That's the enemy. That's your flesh. Those are called church hurts. Another church, church hurt that comes is when you did not get recognized, but other people did. Oh, so they must not care about me. My church family must not care about me because I didn't get recognized. Someone else got recognized. Why I didn't get recognized? And here's the big one. They just don't recognize my gift, so I'm leaving the church. The number of people that leave the church because the church doesn't, quote, unquote, recognize their gift is ridiculous. That is ridiculous. Go sit down somewhere. Read the word. Read the scripture. God didn't say go get uprooted just because somebody didn't recognize your gift with all your titles. The enemy sits back and he laughs because you are allowing the storms of life and church hurts to uproot you. I say to you, prodigal kid, come home. Prodigal child, come home. Prodigal son, come home. Prodigal daughter, come home. Because this message goes out to you because you know in your heart that you cannot grow in the things of God. You cannot do this on your own. You cannot produce the fruit and be the people that God has created you to be unless you are planted in the house of the Lord. You must be planted in the house of the Lord in order to grow. 
one of the things that Derek and I dealt with uh, a couple of years ago in 2016, we were pregnant with twins. And at that time, we both were serving in our church. Keep in mind, we grew up in the church together. We got married. And we knew the call of God was on our life at a young age, both individually and then collectively as a couple when we got married in 1997. And we formed uh, Amen Always Ministries in 2003. We've always wanted children, always wanted to parent. Uh, most of our businesses deal with children. Most of our businesses um, are centered around caring for the needs of others. And so 2016, we were pregnant with twins, excited, happy, family elated. Finally, we're going to have children. Well, the enemy came in and something happened and it didn't work that way. It didn't work the way that we wanted it to work. So we lost the twins. And how many know that men and women deal with hurts, the storms of life differently? For Derek, his way of dealing it, dealing with it was to get busy in the church. For me, the storms of life caused me to walk away. I walked away from the church. I wanted nothing to do with the church because I was angry. I was wounded. I didn't understand why God allowed this to happen to us. And I'm not, not just telling my testimony, but I'm speaking specifically to someone out there that has been hurt. You've been hurt by the storms of life. Loss of a child, loss of a family member. I remember when I lost my grandmother, I was in undergrad, I was in college. And I was in my dorm room. I had three roommates at the time. And I remember a phone call came in in the middle of the night. And my mom said, Frida, grandma's gone. Someone out there, you have lost loved ones. Might be a child. It might be a family member, a sibling. So the storms of life have caused you to be uprooted from the house of God. You've been unable to wrap your mind around why God would allow these things to take place. I'm here to tell you, as a living witness, you cannot allow the storms of life to uproot you from the things of God. Because God placed on the inside of you a seed. That's his seed. And you must be planted in order to bear fruit. A seed must plant, must bear fruit after its own kind. And that very same hurt that you have experienced, that very same area where you were once wounded, God will use that area to not only bless you and heal you, but will speak through you to heal and bless someone else. So for all of you that have left because you've been hurt by the storms of life, broken relationships, loss of a child, loss of a family member, financial problems, whatever your storm of life may be, 
all of you that have left the church because of church hurts, feeling like things just didn't go the way that you think they should have gone, first of all, church does not supposed to go the way you wanted to go anyways. So just get that out of your head because that's the enemy playing tricks on you. It's not supposed to go your way. It's not supposed to go any man's way. It's supposed to go God's way. It is the way that God has assigned for it to go. Hurt because of what other people in the church have done and said about you or to you. Been there, done that, have a t-shirt to show for it. Your feelings got hurt because you felt like people didn't recognize you, but they recognized others. The church is one of the biggest personality contest shows known to man. If you ever take, just sit back and watch while you're in church and you look at the personality contest, you look at all the games that are being played in the church, it can make you walk away. But the Bible says, they that are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish. So you must be planted. You cannot allow church hurts to cause you to walk out or be uprooted. Now here's a big one. They didn't recognize your gifts, so you're leaving. Well, if you really truly are called by God, guess what? The Bible says your gift will make room for you. So don't allow church hurts. Don't allow the storms of life to cause you to be uprooted. Be planted. You must be planted in order to grow. You must remain in the body and be planted in order to grow. Thank you so much for listening to us. You've been listening to Amen Always Ministries with Derek and Frida Stevens. Please join us next week, same time, every Sunday at 530 on Praise 107.9 FM. We will be talking from part two, Be Planted. Blessings. <laughs>